Welcome to GTV, I'm Gareth Johnson. In this episode, we're going to be looking at a bit of queer history, focusing on the Toronto bathhouse raids of the early 80s. In terms of the history and development of the LGBTQ community in Toronto, these raids are a pretty major deal. So what actually happened? In 1981, on 5th of February, the police raided four Toronto bathhouses and arrested about 300 men on public indecency charges. It wasn't the first time that Toronto's bathhouses had been raided, and it wasn't the last, but these raids were a watershed moment for Canada's LGBTQ community. The police called the raids Operation Soap. It was part of an ongoing campaign to clean up Toronto and shut down sex-positive businesses such as bathhouses. In the wake of the raids, Toronto's LGBTQ community took to the streets and began protesting. The protest culminated in a freedom rally in early March of that year. This freedom rally is generally seen as the first Toronto Pride event. The legacy of the bathhouse raids goes beyond the emergence of the Pride movement in Toronto. The controversy and discussion that resulted from the raids helped to highlight that queer venues such as bathhouses are important to the LGBTQ community. The queer community in Toronto also has an ongoing discussion around the participation of the police in Toronto's Pride events. The impact and memory of the bathhouse raids of the early 80s are important context for that discussion. So, where are we at with police involvement in Toronto Pride? Now, I don't live in Toronto, so I don't have a first-hand understanding of the dynamics of the city's LGBTQ community, but this is my understanding of the situation. The discussion about how Toronto's police force should engage with the city's Pride celebrations seemed to come to a head in 2016. During the Pride parade that summer, there was a protest against police involvement in Pride. It was under the Black Lives Matter banner. As well as highlighting systemic racism, the protest also sought to highlight that Toronto's Pride celebrations weren't inclusive enough of Black LGBTQ people. The protest led to a vote by the Pride organization, and it was decided to exclude uniformed police from marching in the parade. And this decision created some controversy and, and fueled debate within the community. In November of 2016, so that, that same year, with tensions between police and the community already high, Toronto police conducted a six-week campaign targeting a popular cruising spot in the city. Undercover officers arrested 75 men during the crackdown. Now, this caused enormous concern within the LGBTQ community. Then, in 2018, a man was arrested in Toronto and charged with murdering at least eight gay men. The police received a lot of criticism for their handling of this case. The community felt that police had ignored their concerns and warnings that gay men were being targeted by a serial killer. The most recent vote on the question of police marching in Toronto Pride was held in January of 2019. It was a close vote, but the result was that police remain excluded from Pride. This seems to continue to be a contentious issue, but it's important to understand the specific history that Toronto's LGBTQ community has with the city's police force. The other aspect raised by the Toronto bathhouse raids is why bathhouses matter to the LGBTQ community. So let's take a look at that. Bathhouses, or saunas as they're generally referred to in the UK, they're not a new thing. The ancient Greeks were obviously a big fan, but communal bathing is something that can be found in most parts of the world. 
Of course, anywhere where there's guys getting naked, you're going to find guys getting off with each other. We tend to get detailed historical records of bathhouses when something has gone wrong or there's been some trouble or drama. Places such as Florence in 1492, when there was a crackdown on sodomy that was targeted at bathhouses. Also Paris in 1876, when there was a police raid on a bathhouse and six men, aged 14 to 22, were charged with offences against public decency. In New York in 1903, police raided a bathhouse and arrested 26 men, charging a number with the offence of sodomy. There's nothing new about bathhouses. The style of bathhouse that we're familiar with today began to emerge in New York and London in the early 20th century. They deliberately took their inspiration from the ancient Greeks. It was the late 1960s and 1970s in the US when gay bathhouses came into their own. This was around the same time as the concept of gay liberation began to build momentum. This is sometimes referred to as the golden age of bathhouses. While the devastation caused by HIV to the gay community around the world also impacted saunas and bathhouses, sex on premises venues continue to play an important part in the lives of many gay men. Even the emergence of location-based hookup apps hasn't made bathhouses redundant. They're often a preferred meeting point once you've connected with someone online. Today, in most major cities, you'll be able to find a bathhouse. Bathhouses aren't just some relic from our gay past. They're not something shameful that we should be embarrassed about. Bathhouses continue to play a really important role in creating a space where men can get together, get naked, and get off. Our queer history is never simple, and there's lots of nuances to the queer experience around the world. Before giving your hot take on whatever's trending in the news, it's worth doing a bit of research, getting to grips with the context, and making sure you understand why an event such as the Toronto Bathhouse Raids of the 80s continues to have ramifications today. That's all for this episode. You can find me on Twitter at GTV London. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on GTV.